0: The Hump, Episode 6, The Walking Man Purse. Episode 6, The Walking Man Purse. 6, man. 6. Welcome to The Hump, your show about how to get one over in this thing called life. This is Brent Bowen. Chad Beeland. You're looking, you're looking nice tonight. I want well, to dress for the occasion. little you know, extra uh, moose. Yeah, we're talking about uh, fashion today. So you know. Yeah, little, we are talking about, mm-hmm. talking about fashion today. Are those... Well, I'll, I'll teach you about that, too. Those look like the NBA. You don't have the lenses popped out. Like, that was the NBA thing for a while, for a while wearing fake glasses. Are those your readers? I know they're actually fake glasses, but uh, they do have lenses. So, yeah. We, we want to... You brought the beer tonight. Thank I did. You. Well, we've been only drinking, like, stouts and porters, which, God, I love them. Don't get me wrong. But even my wife, Diane, was like... <coughs> the a little iceberg. Um... Even my wife was like, you guys have only been drinking dark beers. So I wanted to mix it up. So I got a little uh, stone scorpion bowl IPA. So scorpion bowl. It's got what? bits of real scorpion in it. Does it really? So mean? you know it's good. It's kind of like the uh, worm in the tequila. Is that the thing? Is well, like, like the, It's got the tail in the bottom of that thing or what? I like the uh, slogan they have. It's a punch to the stinger. A punch to the stinger. Great, I haven't had dinner yet, so hopefully... It's only 7.5. I don't pull a chad and fall out of my chair during the middle of the show, so... I've been known to do that. You have been known to do that. Okay, so Stone Scorpion Bowl IPA. Now, Stone's out of... California. California. They're actually in a a lawsuit right now with uh, Keystone. Really? Well, because uh, there's a cool video out there. It's basically the head of Stone, and he has this video that's basically saying that Keystone keeps cutting the key part off and just presenting themselves as stone. And he's like, we've been brewing for like 25 years. Like we're a real deal. And he's like, I'm just tired of it. So he's suing to get them to stop saying, you know, 30 stones or stone this or stone that. Hmm. Interesting. I'll I'll have to go look that up when we're, when we're finished here. So So, impassioned speech an an impassioned speech about the, The brand property. The man sticking it to him. Well, despite... We we need a couple things we need to toast to. Despite what you're wearing today, the weather is, believe it or not, getting better. And what is that around your neck, by the way? Uh... I'm told it's an infinity scarf, and I don't know how the hell people wear these things. Cause... Well, that's appropriate because oh, we've got the a... infinity war. We've got a little yeah, thick... infinity scarf. Uh, infinity... It's itchy as a mofo, though, so I'm just going to drop that right you should... there. Okay. <laughs> the infinity scarf, is that, is that dyes? It is. There it is. Right. So. Well, we should toast to spring being finally here. The other day it was 70 degrees. It, it got north of 70 degrees. We strung a couple beautiful days together, yeah. which was so lovely. Nice. So nice. Oh, that is that is lovely. That is I nice. do like that. Punch to the stinger. Punch to the stinger from Stone. The other um, thing I this is a complete change on you. It's not on here that, uh, but it was brought to my attention because I didn't see it during the match the other night. You know, sporting the other night, freaking went off. They laid the wood. I mean, if if that was a football game, six to nothing in soccer is like forty-two to nothing in football. Like, it is laying the wood. Well, and who was the cat that had the... Uh, he ended up having the Johnny hat Russell, trick. Yeah. yeah, Johnny Russell yeah. had the hat trick. It, but what I missed out of that, and I want toast, and that's why I ended up making my t-shirt selection was the... You know, I worked on this project and helped him with this. Uh it was Matt Beisler. Yes. He ended up breaking the career record for minutes, franchise minutes. Now so I want to go ahead and... Yeah. Toast, Matt. I know yeah. local guy too. A local guys, a little too a little too Captain America for you sometimes, but uh, that's a fair assessment. But he's still a hell of a guy. Yeah, and you, you saw how I arranged this, right? Yeah, Iron Man next to you, Cap next, Cap next to me. So little, uh, little, uh, not not by accident, not by accident, intentional. Maybe a little Thor to separate the two of us. So. Yeah. We're both worthy. <laughs> uh, the last thing I want to toast, and we they can't quite see all the changes that have been made and there'll be more next week, mm-hmm. is we're going to actually have our first guest next week. Confirmed. 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 Now, whether we can get this thing straightened out will be another thing entirely. But I mean, we're so good at this now. I mean, yeah, throw another person in there. Let's see what we got. So we're going to bring... I want to toast our our first guest. Next week, confirmed. I say that in the watch. She'll get caught traveling somewhere. But what? our first guest is going to be Kathy Robinson. She runs a blog. She's mid-20-something. Really interesting individual who we're going to talk about travel. One of my favorite things. Yes. both of one of one Both of our favorite things. And sure. she has a blog called The Girl Who Goes. And she's talks about independent travel. She likes to go places and experience them. I mean, you you and I'll go and do that, and we'll be together in a or go in a group, yeah. right? She'll like to explore these cities all by herself. And a couple weeks ago, you, you were with me. I was drinking, and I was texting her, like, right. concerned for her safety. She was in Mexico City traveling by herself. Which I'm texting her, going, "Are you insane?" That takes some stones. That does take some stones. Yeah. So we'll we'll toast Kathy again, but wow. we're going to talk to her about independent travel. I'm not, I'm not down with the independent travel. I like somebody to play with, you know, yeah. somebody to have some fun with, do some activities, whatever. But uh, you know, well, we can pick her pick her brain on that too because she makes friends along the way. So it's a completely different. I don't, I don't really like people though. <laughs> <laughs> you only like people that you like. Comfortable with. Yeah, like, I generally find most people to be the worst. So, you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you might have a different opinion of Kathy once you meet her. So, we'll, we'll, And uh, the other thing Kathy's going to do, too, is when we have a guest, and hopefully folks will like this idea, uh, I kind of like this idea. I think you got into it, too, when I messaged you the other day, is that when we have a guest and we have a theme tied to the guest is our Triple D Scenario mm-hmm. will be theme related. So next week's will be travel related. And I, the one I, the one I posited, the one I posited to you, oh. I sent to her and she goes, Ooh, I really do like that one. She goes, I'm going to brainstorm some potentially some yes. others, but I'm going to, she really liked the one I posited. Yeah, to it's a good one. Cause it's, it's definitely one of those that can run the gamut, you know, Most of them are pretty defined, but that one, it could be anybody. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one that really gets really, well, I was a little hyperbolic in my text to you around like hurting people. I don't hurt, but I definitely stall. No. Yeah. This is one you definitely throw the stink eye around and, you know, so very excited. So last week we need to give folks a little update on our tap tour progress. Yeah. It's been a lot of work. But we're making progress. We are making progress. You're making progress. I'm just along with the ride. We you've been well, it's well documented you're a sidecar. But we had some additional sidecars this last yeah. weekend. Yeah, we did. We took the ladies with us, so mm-hmm. well and then some other friends. So it was uh it was not the norm of just the uh the running men. No, it was not the not the norm. And the ladies had such a good time that they invited themselves to future Yeah. Future tours. yeah. So, I I have to tell you that I really enjoyed, not only did we uh, take the ladies, one of the other unique experiences uh, out of this week's tap tour, and I had no idea, you knew about it, but I had no idea about it, It was Stockyards. Yeah. And that whole thing with Stockyards, I thought that was cool. Yeah, Bluegrass Sundays. So. Yeah, that was, uh, that was maybe... Yeah, I'm going to say, that was the best Bluegrass concert I've ever been to. Yeah, we sat through what? It was probably, not sat through like it was, you know, labor. But it yeah. was like six or seven, eight songs. They had, you know, they stayed after their intermission. But it was a band called The Match Sellers. And what I appreciated about them, I think it was the same thing you appreciated. They they were downright fun. Like, a lot of that was, almost all of it was original
1: oh, tunes
0: yeah. and... Uh, great sense of humor. Yeah, it was entertaining. I mean, they uh, would tell little stories in between each song. I, I liked it a lot. And that's, you know, that kind of music's not my bag normally. But I enjoyed it. Yeah. Beer in the hand. Yeah, and I normally don't uh, seek it out. Although Bluegrass is starting to gain uh, some more prominence here in the city. You know, mm-hmm. we had, uh, just within the last five years, the Folk Alliance. Got which, I don't know if you know this or not, the Folk Alliance was in, uh, well, they're in the river market now. Their offices are in the river market. But what's cool is the Folk Alliance actually started in, well, I don't know if they started there, but spent like the last couple decades in Austin, Texas. Hmm. And they were part of the inspiration for South by Southwest. Oh, wow. And they didn't like what was happening necessarily. And I saw an interview with the guy that you know, the uh, director, executive director of the Folk Alliance, didn't necessarily like what was going on within Austin. It would become too corporate. Mm-hmm. And so they decided, they looked at a bunch of host cities and where they can move their offices. And they just about, it was probably three or four years ago, I would say, decided to move their offices mm-hmm. here to Kansas City. So as a result, you're seeing more folk type music and bluegrass being kind of a derivative, you know, derivative form of folk kind of folk music. So I, I really enjoy, I really enjoy that and um, we'll look forward to going back. So now that one dude, they said the bass player, he's in four bands. Like, yeah, that's crazy. Well, and you didn't go up to the, uh, was violinist? Yes. Fiddle. Fiddle. Yeah. I was, I knew I was butchering that. Yeah, it's not a violin if you're in bluegrass. It's a fiddle. Is uh, I think Hunter went up to her and was asking her about how he negotiated four different four different bands. So that's a big commitment, but more power to them. They make it work. They make it work. Well, that uh, I think it was last week we toasted uh, Kansas City young audiences Mm -hmm. and Chris Hudson because of Garage Band. We actually saw him there. The teacher there. And apparently, he, you know, he teaches every night and still gets out. And it was awesome to see him kind of enjoying some of that music, too. So Yeah, I mean, somebody like that, I mean, music's his life. Like, you know, whether it's not work, it's just he loves music and he's going to go see all kinds of varieties and whatnot. And, yeah, it was good to see him. It's kind of like you and me running our mouths is just part of who we are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can get paid <laughs> doing it even better. But we're not quite to that point yet. All right. Well, and I purged some things last week, too. was very excited about it. I know. But, uh, me, I'm trying to change my ways. You were calling me a hoarder. and that, that, I'll have to tell you, man, I, I I just want to give a shout out to the folks at Johnson County Community College, City of Overland Park, for putting together that recycling extravaganza. That looked like a air traffic control situation where they had the volunteer... Like, I've never seen anything so organized as that where... You worked at the beginning, and they said, okay, what do you have in your car? I'm like, oh, God, I loaded this all in my car, and i got to think about what I have in my car. And they said, well, do you have this, this, and this? Yes, yes, yes. And they're like, so you need to go there, check in there, and then you're, you're going to go right, and then you go to the next gate, and then they'd redirect you. And they, I had the whole back of the SUV loaded with shred paper, no electronics, uh, LED light bulbs, other items of <laughs> ill repute, and they had me in and out of there within ten minutes. It was yep. it was it was beautiful. It was really a thing of beauty. And think of all the the good that's going to come from that. Get rid of your old TVs and stuff. You know, the good that's going to come from that is the day D graduates. That for sale sign is going in the front yard. <laughs> That's yeah. the good that's really yeah. going to come from it. Well, you start purging now, you'll be ready. Yeah. Well, but you know, Beck. Take and I, you a few years. It's going to take us a few. You know, Beck and I are doing that once a month. We picked a day to yeah. like it's a purge day, purge and day. we're working room by room through the house. Yeah. So if your chair is gone by December, I'll hmm. bring mine. Okay. Excuse me. I have that one with the little side table. You know. Do you? Well, we need another one for our guest. I mean, it's like a folding chair it's not you know anything nice you have something yeah we need we need something because the, even the stool that jay sits on that wooden stool is chopped in half because i got a little over exuberant after beck and i went to uh blade and timber <laughs> and break broke and out well, of your hatchet and i own a hatchet yeah. i mean it's sitting right over there in the corner just for and i don't know why it's still in this room I, I'm not, not sure. <laughs> it makes me a little nervous, but <laughs> it's so if guests get out. Jay's looking for Jay's looking for going like where mm-hmm. It's really for I need to put it back here. So if guests get out mm-hmm. of hand, <laughs> get a little yeah. <laughs> I mean the lightsabers on. That's not yeah. On, that's not really functional. it's not real. It's not okay. yeah. It's not not functional. So speaking along those lines, <laughs> yes. what we're looking forward to this week. not You can see by the gear. You tell I was busy this morning. Yeah, I came in. I didn't I thought I was in the wrong set. I was like, "Am I in the (laughs) other studio?" No, you're in the studio. You're in the right. Yeah, this is. uh, I'm excited. Yes, I'm Friday Friday morning. morning. I do not want to get a text from you though. I'm going to text you everything. Cannot believe Tony Stark dies. You fucking bet. They all die. You know they all die. I'll know first. You will know first. I I know you're you don't like to read the reviews and stuff ahead of time. Where mm-hmm. I'm completely the opposite, and I've read not every review, but I've read three or four reviews. And then Grant has read a couple of reviews and come into me and be like, "Dad, Dad, Dad, Dad." <laughs> he he's geeked too. He's too. Oh, mm-hmm. I, you know what's funny is he. You know he's got that whole kind of teenage film thing go, vibe going yes. on and. When it comes to, for whatever, like Star Wars, he's past that anymore to where it's like, oh, I'm cool. I... But he still gets... Like the Avengers. Excited. He gets excited. Yeah. yeah. The Marvel movies get him excited. So he's... Yeah. I got a friend of mine that uh, I told him yesterday, I was going Friday, Friday morning, and uh, it's stuck in his craw. Like, I could tell he was pissed. He was kind of like, I got to work. And I'm like, you know, sorry. And, and uh... Made your bed, lying it. And I heard later on that he was still very, still a little peeved. So you should text him, not me. I'm texting everybody. Yeah, I already know they, they all die, they all die at the end, so it's, yeah. all right, it's all right. So no tap tour this week, uh, but I've got something fun going on the blog this at the end of this weekend. So folks should look. I'll put it in the um, put it in the comments, but and I still need, I haven't gotten an answer from you whether you're going to participate or not. All I need I is... Have I have no idea what we're talking about. A hundred words from you. Is the May up... So we're going to do a new series, of Beck Becca and I are doing a new series on the blog called Up Next. Okay. And we're basically asking people we've got... I think four or five submissions in thus far. I'm hoping I can get us to six or seven. We're asking people in a hundred words around. Okay, what Kansas City thing are they most excited you, about? You can't May. keep throwing things at me when we've been drinking beer, because then I'm like, I, I, we've never had this discussion, and then you tell me a little bit, and I remembered it. Like okay, I'm with you now. Yes. Okay. All I need I'm from in I'm all in. I all I need from you is you tell me what you're excited about Maine. Not now, but. In writing, well, you could afterwards you could I'll just speak it into the microphone, you, and you can. Well, and I offered that to somebody that one of the one of the folks that's participating, are some podcasters that I love, like they're a Kansas City podcast. and yeah. I think they really do some great stuff. Uh, they well, I'll give a little preview because they've already provided their submission. They're called the Chalkboard Podcast. I know those guys, and they provided their submission. I'm very pleased with their submission. You and I are value aligned. With their submission because it has to do with beer. Mm. So, but we asked basically folks to provide uh, the Kansas City thing they're most excited about, and I use the Avengers as an example because I love Don Cheadle and he's from here. Yeah. So as far as I'm concerned, the Avengers are a Kansas City thing because yeah, I mean Don Cheadle's in it, Iron Patriot, Yes. is, uh, or War Machine War- depends on which version. I'm more of a war machine guy. I am too. That might be a triple D. Is Iron Patriot a dick douche or a dumbass? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's douchey. I'm, I'm going to throw that out there. I think anybody that feels the need, that, that claims they love their country so much they need to wear a flag, it's borderline douche. Not borderline, it's actually douche. But that's a whole nother triple D. Yeah, a D- whole, no, whole nother conversation. So you, you, you met, that's a nice transition. We're talking about wearing things. Okay? Yeah, we've decided oh. to do fashion. Alright. Let me get back. In. I need some more beer. Get Is back. In. Were, oh my god, we've drained this? Yeah, I know. I'm gonna have to text somebody to bring us some more beer. All right. Now I'm back. Now you're back. We're talking about fashion. With your infinity scarf? Yes. Alright. So uh, although you're completely departed from this, I mean it's spring summer. You you see what you see what I'm wearing I've got the cargo sh- I mean it's 50 degree hold on it's 49 degrees but I still am fi- kind of faking it I have the flip flops on I have my cargo yeah, shorts on I I thought about this for a second and we both could have wore shorts and flip flops and stuff but uh, I knew you would do that so I was like you know <laughs> let's class it up a little bit I do like your t shirt though. I'll nope. admit oh we're good. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah, this is an old school uh, Boulevard Ten Penny. That is the American bitter. Yeah, they still serve that. They do not. Okay. They still sure, sell the t- classic. They still. Well, they still sell the T-shirt though, don't they? I don't think so. Is that a Charlie Hustle T-shirt? I don't think so. You don't think so? You think it's one of their Boulevards? It's t- a Boulevard shirt. It's a Boulevard shirt. What's your go-to spring summer gear for fashion? It's not what you're wearing right now. Certainly not. You do do like the velvet jacket. Like the velvet jacket, that is very Chad. It is nice. That is very Chad. The T-shirt under the velvet jacket is very Chad. The infinity scarf is not Chad. No, and I'm gonna take it off again because the the glasses and hot. The glasses not Chad. The extra mousse in the hair. Is I would say sometimes if die like really kind of get your grind your gears for some reason I've seen you wear extra moose but normally it's not yet. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> I hate socks and shoes for the most part. I am wearing socks and shoes today, but um, just bare feet, flip flops, whatever. That's that's my go-to. That's your go-to. Yeah, sandals, bare feet. Yeah, I. Yeah. Definitely don't like shoes. This is your, yeah, yeah, yep. Looking good. How about you? I see you got the classics though there. Well, I've got I got the man, the uh, man. Well, this is what I mean. We talked about this. This for me, I don't care. I don't care if they're out of style or not. The cargo shorts are the equivalent of. The walking man purse. Yeah, you can carry a lot of shit. I, and I have carried a lot of shit. And then, you know, I'm such a big nerd that I'll generally have like a battery backup for my battery backup. Yeah. And then maybe an apparatus to take some video if we're walking around. That The, the, the MERS is... You, you do like to carry the, stuff. Yeah, I do like to carry stuff. I mean, I remember when we went to New Orleans, like I had a backpack and then you have the bag that you always travel with, that one, mm-hmm. and... I'm like, oh man, he did he did pare down, and then all of a sudden he's got a suitcase on top of it. I'm like, <laughs> what what equipment are you taking? Well, the that bag, and I should show it on camera. I mean, that's my that's like my go bag. Like if the zombie apocalypse happens, that bag is going. And it's basically it's a messenger bag. It's a North Face messenger bag, but it's like my laptop bag, and it's got just about every form of charging device that, that goes is along the with biggest. It. Messenger laptop bag I've ever seen like I could travel for a month with that bag and have more than enough room Well, you know the problem is I have so many electronics in that bag that anymore when they scan it at the mm. airport we get stalled so mm. yeah problem maybe no you don't need all that shit we I do I do need all that crap so uh, it was funny though so you know my buddy Phil I do We've known oh, him for a long time. Yeah. It was So we were talking about, I had coffee with him not too long ago. And he he said, what? You guys are going to do like a podcast or something? He said, what are you guys going to talk about? And I said, well, we're going to talk about, we're going to have a whole episode dedicated to cargo shorts. And he's got two young children. Yeah. And he's a man of fat, I mean, this is a guy that wears the glasses regularly he is always well put together. He is very—I mean, you could maybe accuse him of being a metrosexual. Yeah, that's—you could. That's not a stretch. Yeah, and I—I I don't think he would take that as like some sort of slander or accusation. No, I think people that, that are like that take it as a compliment. They though. do. Yeah, he is. He I looks don't see anything wrong with it? It's better than like hipster. It is better than. Well, I gravitate a little to that, or want to anyway. I want to get to the point. I could put some beard oil in this, but. You, I think you had commented, or somebody commented, they were selling it at the uh, yeah at the were. bluegrass thing yeah. the other day. I want to be like that. I want to have a job, which is no job, really. Yeah, to where I could do that, but I still have not gotten to that point. But I was talking to Phil. You know, Phil has two young kids, and he said Phil wears bow ties. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, it's... and he and he said I still own cargo shorts. You know, I I fell into the trap. I had cargo shorts and then, you know, trying to stay hip. So I purged all my cargo shorts and I regret that now. I, I admit that, um, but we were in New York in, uh, March and, you know, spring's coming they start putting all their stuff up. They got cargo shorts everywhere in New York and, you know, Kansas City, we're, you know, what, three, four years behind the rest of the country. Um, so yeah, I felt really stupid because I got rid of all my cargo shorts, and now they're back already. Now, why really did you get rid of your cargo shorts? You know, I keep waffling back on sizes. You know, like uh, get a little fat, and then I get rid of it. And and you know, I, I tend to pur. I'm a purger. You know me. I don't. Yes. I don't hold on to anything. So I purge, and then I'm like, oh wow, I wish I'd have kept those after all. You don't have a fat container and a skinny kit. Can- like I have a, a tub with permanent marker that because I'll vacillate 40 pounds easily. Yeah, it's they, like the weather here. Yeah, you, I mean, you need to you need when it gets cold, yes. you need to put on the 40 pounds. When it gets warm, you need to drop down, but I have like a fat tub and yeah. then a skinny tub. You don't have you live in Johnson County for crying out loud. I'm trying to stay positive, you know, and you lose <laughs> you lose 30 40 pounds, you're like, "Hey, I'm going to keep it, you know. I'm good to go." And then you start drinking beer again or something and then, you know, you got to go get Bigger shorts and stuff, so. Die has had no influence on this. Uh, my, the ladies in my life have had some influence on that. I want to, you know.
1: Because it's all ladies
0: in your life, really. It is all ladies, but I'm trying to, like, you know, keep up my image, and, um, so, yeah. Maybe I was trying too hard to keep up with the fashion, but, yeah. How did they? How did they approach that? Did they come to you? I really didn't gain any street cred. You know, you think you know, you make a move like that, and they're like, "Wow, man, this guy's he's got it going on. He's got it put together." Uh, no, like really, nobody noticed. Okay. So I, I lost my safety net, and gained nothing. How much did they participate in the replacement all the, of the all these cargo shorts? Because you had to replace all those. Yeah. I I die went with me, but you know she always has deals at Express or something, and you know. Yeah. But she largely let you pick out the replacements. Yeah, I mean she knows me well enough that if she tried to put me in something that I don't like, I'm just not going to wear it. So, you know, she kind of nudges me. She's a master. She is the smartest person I know because she genuinely will make me think her ideas are my own. It's like Inception, like the movie. Like, it doesn't work if somebody tells you the idea. Yeah. You have to have it self-generated up there. So she just kind of nudges and makes a comment and then, you know, push. And then leaves something out on the counter. And next thing I know, I'm like, I'm going to get me some new shorts. I, I wasn't thinking that so much as Littlefinger. I don't think that uh, she would ap- appreciate that. Uh, no, it's more like Inception. Like, she's... Okay. Inside my it's own subcon- head, it's subconscious. Yeah. Like the voice sounds like me talking, but it's not. It's not. It's her. Interesting. So she's never forced to look on you, though. No, no. Okay. So, she knows who I am. Like this is, like this is literally as good as it gets anymore. See, Becca, Becca's the opposite. I mean, you see, I probably, people probably see, I probably have some sort of stain or something on this jacket. There's a lot of dog hair on it, And there's a lot of pug hair on this jacket, but I wear this jacket all the time. Well, one, because I just want to stay warm. There's I wash the jacket and the pug hair doesn't come off. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I just say, oh, it's brindled. It's a feature. Yeah. It's a feature of <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the jacket. Yeah. It's heather. It's heather when really it's supposed to be black. Right. But Becca really likes preppy clothes and occasionally she'll go out shopping and bring back like mint green shorts that mm, are like flat no, no. That, are, that are flat front and she'll say I want you to wear this I think you'd look really good I'm like have you seen my ass <laughs> flat, flat front shorts like that or not the cargo shorts alone the pockets help with the ass situation around <laughs> making sure there's enough extra space even to just fit that booty in there <laughs> like two pigs fighting under a blanket <laughs> yeah yes. Yeah. and she'll bring and so they're still sitting up there with the hope of me wearing them at some point and occasionally i will like if we go at night you're going somewhere nobody's going to see you and yeah, yeah. or i'll her. it's like date night and we're going to okay well you know twice a year we'll go to some place to go eat and go sit out on a patio i'll put on a. Yeah. Li- like maybe a linen shirt, although she hates my linen shirts and I actually like linen. Mm-hmm. That makes me think of the beach. But she's given me these mint green shorts and it's just it's just not just not helping. So, well, uh, so you've not really, if she doesn't force anything on you, you haven't really had a bad fish, fashion situation as a result of anything that's been purchased. No, I mean, I get looks sometimes when I wear something that I like. I get looks... From your wife, when I wear things that I like, well, she, my wife, just generally doesn't have an affinity for feet, and the fact that your flip flops are not the normal flip flops is problematic. Yeah. Again, I've said it more times than I can count. I don't understand fashion over, or what is it, style over comfort. Or function. Or function. Like, I am function you, and comfort first. You should tell the viewers and listeners what flip-flops you actually own. And I really want to know how often you use those. So, I got the Reefs, you know. I'm sure people have seen them. But they got a bottle opener there in the, in the bottom, you know. And I can't say how many times that's come in handy, having a bottle opener. You know, you're somewhere and you, none of these, you know, bottles anymore are twist-offs. So, uh, it, it's come in handy more times than I can count. Really? Yeah. On an annual basis, you use that more than 12 times a year? Oh, yeah. Really? Wow. Easy. What's the over under? 20, 25, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, we're talking about a seasonal item though. For you, <laughs> my seasons are a little <laughs> bit longer than most. You know. Yeah. I'll wear flip-flops in February and, you know, but um, yeah, we went to like a party once uh, and it was just coolers of bottled beer. That's all they had and There's this guy walking around for like five, ten minutes, just like holding the beer, just looking, you know, looking lost. And uh, I I flagged him down. I'm like, you need a bottle opener, right? He's like, yeah, I can't find one anywhere. And I said, hold on. I got your back. (laughs) You may not be terribly comfortable with it, though. And he's like, what do you mean? And I had just grabbed a beer and I took my shoe off. And and, uh, he's like, pause for a second. He's like, yeah, hit me. So... You know, guys seem to be cool with it. Your wife is definitely not cool with it. Yeah, but she's anti-feet. Just, yeah. And then anti-feet and then not knowing where the bottom of those things yeah, have the been. beer sterilizes any, you know. Well, the beer we drink sterilizes anything. But she, you know, she drinks that Pilsner crap. So, yeah. I mean, it it's not helping. So. You got to have, you got to ingest some some dirt and germs every once in a while. It Builds up the immunity system. It does. Uh, We—that's a whole topic around para- the importance of parasites. You can't live in a bubble. We're too clean as a society. We're actually too clean. I would agree with that as a society. You and me, not so much. But as a society, <laughs> <laughs> I shower.
1: Well, how times a
0: week? I shower too, but having the pug hair actually helps. It's like think of it as like allergy therapy. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure you know, I'm like allergic. You can't be to it. allergic to it if it's just constantly, you know. If I'm wearing it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of help. If you feel like you live in the Kansas City area, and if you know someone that you think needs fashion help, or you love someone, or love yourself, and you think you need ha- fashion help, so, you know, I was telling you I'm part of that Kansas City VIP thing, mm-hmm. they sent a note out, the mayor, Mayor Sly James even sent a note out, that uh, apparently Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, I didn't even, uh, I, Becca used oh, to it's watch called Queer Eye now, they don't just call it Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, i watch it. Okay, it's on Netflix now, right? Yeah, it's great. Uh, All new guys, all new guys. It's just called Queer Eye, though. Yeah, I turned it on once, and she's like, "Eh, "Watch this," and uh, yeah, it's pretty entertaining. So they'll take men and women. Is that the deal? Or what I've seen has just been transsexuals too. I mean, they'll take anybody, I think. So it's gender. I mean, it's gender neutral. So it's just Queer uh, Eye, gender uh, neutral for the gender neutral. Just Queer Eye. (laughs) (laughs) It's not complicated. (laughs) So just queer eye. They had like a guy that would have been like the perfect member of a jug blues uh, bluegrass band. Like okay. he looked like the grandpa of ZZ Top, you know. And uh, it was a good episode. I mean, I didn't know this about you. I'm diverse. You're a diverse. I, I like didn't even Alexa. know you. I didn't even know you had Netflix. I, I think you're yeah. pir- I think you're pirating the Why Netflix. Not? Okay, every month. You know, out. Uh, well, if you know someone, they're casting right now for the Kansas City area. I think Becca was thinking about nominating me when she saw the the note. I think that'd be great. You, you get, got something to work with. I mean, it always I, helps when you got like facial hair something that they can really, you know. Yeah. It grows down grows down and connects with your chest hair. Yeah, that's the best. We I know a few people though where that's the case. They got that the trail working from their face to their chest. I'd like to see that. Yeah. Well, I've seen it. And then they shave it and it's really funny looking because it just... It looks like the back of your head. Yeah. You know, just... Ends. Like the, it just ends. Anyway, Queer Eye, just Queer Eye, you can nominate somebody at QECasting at ITV.com. And I'll put this in the show notes that go up on the blog and can put it in the comments, but it's... QECasting at itv.com. You need to send the name of the person, contact info, photos, and their back like a little background story. Apparently, they need an origin story around why they need help. Yeah, they want to make sure that person's really messed up and really looks bad. That way, they can, you know, polish them up in a few days. Like they wear a pug jacket. I think. You got a chance. You got a shot. You got a shot. So you need to send the name, contact, contact info, photos, and the story for the person you're nominating. And so I reached out to the uh, the you know the visit KV, KC VIP folks. And I'm like, is there a deadline with this? Like I've seen no deadline. And apparently there's no hard deadline. They they said basically if you can get the nomination in by the end of May, you're going to be in good shape hmm. for consideration. So don't delay. If you know someone that need, this is starting turned into a public service announcement. If you know someone that needs fashion help, has nothing but cargo shorts, you can nominate them for, uh, for queer, queer Eye. So I would watch that episode. You would watch it. Well, you're going to get a chance to see some Kansas City and hopefully it's not me. Hopefully it's not me. So, all right. Our triple D discussion for the week. Mm. Are this you ready? This one was mine. This one was yours? this one sticks in my craw on a weekly basis. On a weekly basis. All right. And I don't even recall, so I'm going to have to look at it and read it. Do you remember it? And I'll let, so uh, let me, if you remember it, I'm going to let you say it, but I'm going to remind people right. if this is the first time they're joining us or the first time they're listening. We throw out a scenario each week and we discuss whether it's a dick, douche, or dumbass move. And actually, here in a couple weeks, hopefully I'll have something exciting to talk about with this whole thing, too. Because a little side project. Teaser's the best. This. Yeah. So, uh, so this week's scenario is... Okay. So, as a normal person, I go to Costco once a week. I do, too, to shop for cargo shorts. <laughs> yeah, you can get a good deal. You get, like, 12 <laughs> pairs for 100 bucks. Um and, you know, the carts at Costco are excessively large as it is because I know you're going to fill them up. I mean, it's, it's entrapment, mm-hmm. you know. So the Triple D this week are people, and Costco's always packed, always packed. But it's people that basically just abandon their cart right in the middle of the aisle because they're giving a friggin' sample of a meatball over there and they just have to drop everything and go get their meatball. It's insanity to me so that now I've seen this situation to so where, because a lot of times what, and I don't understand this, they will have an aisle cause I'm a frequent Costco shopper. They'll have the Costco aisle. You're working in the aisle. They'll have the sample person like right on the corner, one corner, so, if you hit that corner hard, you're going to run right into them. Mm-hmm. But then you only have one lane available to pass through. So, you're talking yeah. about they leave their cart right there while they negotiate blocking the flow of tra- the traffic. Costco is like a busy city's street system. Like, traffic's got to flow. I mean, those carts are huge. You got you to gotta have a clear path. And uh, when I, you know, we talked about walking the earth the other day. When I'm going somewhere, I want to get there quick. And when somebody just abandons their cart to go get a sample and they got four kids with it, like it just, it's maddening to me. See, I don't understand why Costco doesn't implement, I'm a park and ride type of person at Costco. Like I'll park my cart in a zone and then zip individually to the spots and like just throw shit into my car. It helps to be self-aware. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So we're, we're talking about, okay, so we're talking about these folks are lacking self-awareness. Okay. And that they can get worked into a frenzy for a, a half a pizza roll. Yeah. Or a meatball. Or a meatball. Or a panko. I mean, some of that stuff, like... But, you know, whatever. <laughs> the one that gets me is the coffee. Although I have, the, you know, it's like the shit Folgers coffee that they're they're, so good. It's so good. Yeah. (laughs) And it's in the styrofoam cup. I'm like, how many planets have you killed at Costco with those fucking styrofoam cups? Like those mini Dixie styrofoam cups. The only one that's better is when they put one chip in like a paper muffin cup. (laughs) Like, you know, I'm so excited. Like, I've heard of people like, we go to Costco around lunchtime and... Just basically sample our way through lunch, but one that doesn't interest me, two, like get the hell out of the way. Yeah. Uh, that's my general theory about Costco anyway, is because then you have the, people lose all track, like if they had a yellow line in the middle of the aisles, they should put like the street markings. They should because then the people all of a sudden be like, oh crap, this is a no parking zone. Like, you know, it's got a red curb. I can't park there. Or I need to stay on the same side as my car. So my cart oh, yeah. needs to move with me, so I'm not me here, cart there. All right, this is to me is I mean we've devolved a little bit, but this to me is dumbass. This is just 100 percent dumbass. This to me is 100 percent dumbass. Yeah, Jay, what about you? Is your, if your parents take you to Costco, well, arguably, I I would say it's all three, <laughs> and and your friend Ryan Newbanks as well would say it's all three, and I have to agree with that. All three, all three, because it. it, it it's like arguable for every single one. It's a douche like, doesn't care about a meatball. Like. But they also don't care about other people. Yes. Yeah. It's either it's either dick or dumbass to me, but hard a dude, hard lean towards dumbass. Yeah, it's a hard lean toward I could see a dick seeing somebody that needs to go through the aisle and decide to cut another person off to get a meatball, not because he yeah. said he or she wanted a, wrinkle a, there. Yeah, he or she didn't really want the fucking meatball. They just wanted to cut off the person that was trying yeah. to get to the meatball. Because like the pizza, you know, they're trying to cook up. Cook a 12-inch pizza in like a toaster oven, and you know they cut it up, and literally it's gone in one minute. So I could see somebody cutting in front of somebody and grabbing that last like minuscule slice of za. But uh, and I could see then a douche bring. You were talking about the family angle, a douche deciding to take the whole tray of pizza rolls and see people approaching and go decide to feed the family and have a family intervention mm-hmm. or a family meeting right there ahead of uh ahead of you trying to get in the aisle i could see taking seconds yeah taking taking seconds, <laughs> taking seconds, <laughs> seconds. Even, oh my god all right seconds <laughs> is a juicy <douche laughs> move. second seconds in the samples <laughs> The only time I might do that is what's the the bread they sell around the holidays? We met them at oh, the, the strawberry hill. Yeah, the strawberry. We met them at the The povaleta bread. I I think I think maybe that's the only time I've been a douche and taking the seconds is at the pova because I always <laughs> have them like lined up. Like there's five different types, and you just like you grab know, yeah. them all because that that bread's like twenty two bucks like for a loaf. Like only at Christmas. Like if you don't get that around the holidays, it's like twelve dollars. I know it's labor intensive, but it's bread. Uh, they weren't hurting either. They were driving a nice ass ride. Mm-hmm. I think they had a Cadillac Escalade. Oh yeah, they did have like a big old SUV black yeah. SUV. They're yeah. selling some bread. You don't have to sell many loaves of twenty dollar bread to make bank. Yeah, they were they were making some bank. All right, so we, all right, we had a a couple, all of the above's, a couple clear dick. If you folks are listening to this later, you can uh, let us know what you think. Or you can put it in the comments if you see the replay. So that's that's it. That's all, folks, for tonight. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed today's episode, go out to the He Says, She Says Casey Facebook page and like and follow us if you haven't already. Remember, so if you're listening to this on audio, because we actually have more audio listeners than weekly watchers, maybe we can flip that. If you're listening, we have actually had like hundreds. really Really? oh yeah i feel like they miss a lot like but you know yeah Uh, we've had more than 100 listen on keep listening keep listening uh you can catch us live on facebook if you're a listener you can catch us live on facebook almost every wednesday i'm not gonna commit to every wednesday but almost every wednesday at seven central I feel bad for those people, though, because they probably now have in their mind that it's like Bradley Cooper and Brad Pitt, like sitting around drinking beer, and then they're going to tune in. They're going to be like, oh, hell no. They have no illusions or we're br- <laughs> any sort of Brad <laughs> or Chris's. There's no even Chris Pr- Pine and Chris, <laughs> Chris Pratt. We're not even good enough to be Chris Pine. No. And I'm not Chris mm. Pratt when he was even fucking fat. I mean, that's... I love Chris Pratt. I do, too. But, I mean, we're not even... Yeah. Anyway, you can catch us live on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Central on Facebook. Also, check us out at the He Says, She Says, Casey blog. And you can subscribe to us on any of those podcast platforms that include iTunes, SoundCloud, and Chad's favorite... Stitcher. Stitcher. Stitcher or Stitcher? Stitcher. Okay. Which is not going to be on Queer Eye. (laughs) All right. Take care, everybody. Peace. Jets says peace for the listeners.